Hello, I'm Dango Rose, and you're listening to the Mountaineer Podcast in conjunction with the Mountaineer Newspaper, the voice of the peak to peak online and in print. Brought to you by Mountain Vale Media. Now, listen in for the show. It's January 1979 in Nederland, Colorado. Arctic winds relentlessly stir up piles of snow from the most recent storm. This winter will long be remembered as a season of record-breaking snowfall and bitter cold temperatures. And people want their cable TV. Decisions surrounding whether or not to upgrade entertainment options for residents in Nederland made the first big headline of the year. The story was a follow-up from the month before over a proposal presented to the Nederland Town Council by Colorado Cablevision Incorporated. The company was there to seek permission to offer service to the Nederland area with a 9.4-mile radius at the starting price of $7.50 a month. Initially, council tabled the vote on the proposal until January to get a better gauge on the issue from the public. The article under that week's headline included a form for residents to fill out and drop off at the Nederland Town Hall with questions such as, do you think cable TV is a good idea for the Nederland area? Would you subscribe to a cable TV system if it were available? To no surprise, the Mountaineer received an overwhelming response with 37 favorable replies. The proposal was approved, and residents would soon be enjoying the luxury of cable TV, even in the mountains. In other news that month, the town was deep in controversy over a split on growth issues. The conflict had sparked a year earlier when the town council was tied 3-3 on whether or not to approve the concept of a big new restaurant to be built in Big Springs Meadow by builder Chris Justin. Then-Mayor John Workman cast the tie-breaking vote in November of 1978 to break ground and move forward with plans to build the restaurant that would include a lobby, dining room that could seat 250 people, a lounge that could seat 75, and a spacious new deck for outdoor dining. Once plans were announced for review, during the first meeting with the Town Planning Commission, around 45 residents were in attendance. Justin had a good reputation for his willingness to work with the town, so most of the comments were supportive, but others challenged the idea. Many of the concerns raised by residents were not about the commercial growth of the restaurant specifically, but the speed of growth in general. At the time, questions over how the restaurant would impact the town ranged from parking concerns to police protection. Many also felt the town had not properly studied the impact the growth would have on the area in the long run. Nederland local Susan Stewart wrote to the paper to encourage people to speak up and show up. She wrote, 
The physical, environmental, economic, and social impacts of this undertaking need to be discussed by the residents of Nederland. If such growth is going to take place, consideration of a comprehensive view for the welfare and preservation of Nederland is needed. She went on to encourage residents to show up at the next planning meeting to voice their concerns and ask questions. Those in favor first pointed out that the town was going to grow regardless and presented a petition with 85 signatures in support. Those opposed expressed the need to keep Nederland small and quiet and presented their petition with 200 signatures against the plans for the restaurant. Months of negotiations between Justin and the Planning Commission ensued until a contract was finally agreed upon and accepted by the town. The contract included specific guidelines that would allow the build and also address all of the issues raised by residents. After all of the setbacks and forward jumps, the opening for the Alpine Restaurant was announced to take place on December 1, 1980. In an article printed in the September 5, 1980 edition of the Mountaineer announcing the opening, Justin was asked about some of the problems he faced building the restaurant. He was quoted as saying, I came here full of goodwill, but ran into a lot of unnecessary problems. He went on to describe physical obstacles that included leaks and freezing in the water service lines and drainage problems which were at the time holding up the paving of the parking lot. One thing Justin also stressed in the article, we have built a quality building. The structure is concrete and steel, and the deck is built with future expansion in mind. When asked what he had always envisioned for the building, he said he wanted the restaurant to feel like a home away from home, as he described the atmosphere he had created with live trees growing in the entrance, a carpet wall mural of Eldora and Nederland, five fireplaces, and a custom oak bar in the lounge. From start to finish, the Alpine restaurant took a little over two and a half years to complete. The restaurant itself was open for two years. The building sat empty until 1986, when it then became the Swiss Chateau. There were a few more owners through the years until it became the Black Forest. That well-known restaurant had relocated to the building from Blackhawk and celebrated their grand opening in the Nederland location in April of 2000. Now, with new plans already in the works, this iconic spot will soon have another name and a new life. But that's another story. I'm Cynthia Davis. This is the Mountain Air Podcast. Thank you for listening. it for our show subscribe online to get access to more news weekly updates to our community calendar and a link to our youtube channel by visiting themountaineer.com be sure to use the coupon code podcast when subscribing for a 10 percent discount only available to our listeners i'm dango rose 
Thank you for listening.